We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome inside the Guilty as Charged podcast. My name is Steven, and I am the host, as always. And joining me today are my guys, Tyler and Alex. Uh, Tyler, we'll start with you, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. I'm deliriously excited for this. One, because it could be really great, or it could be truly terrible. Uh, (laughs) Two, because it was my idea. So if it's great, hey. If it's awful, definitely blame me. And three... There's a chance that Kyle Van Noy is going to DJ my wedding. Uh, so, you know, things are a little interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I, uh, you know, Kyle Van Noy is very interactive on social media and we always appreciate that. And I think more players, you know, could stand to, you know, positively impact their brand if they would uh, do things like that. But uh, when he tweeted that out, I saw a couple people respond and he was like, oh, that's funny. And then to Tyler, he was like, give me some more information. I could be down. And I was like, oh, shit, let's go. <laughs> yeah, no. So I have his email now. And in a year, I might have my reception DJed by Kyle Van Noy. So uh, didn't think I'd be saying that today, but I'm happy. Yeah, hopefully he has a uh, second contract with the Chargers at that point as well. <laughs> yes. Um, Alex is here as well, man. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Doing good today, and look, I mean, if Kyle Vandoy doesn't come through, you can always uh, just put Steven right in, you know, and no one will notice the difference. Exactly. Well, I'm sure people who attend the wedding will know that it's the difference, because I would just, you know, stick on the Office DJ Apple playlist and uh, call it good. I, uh, I'm not that passionate about DJing at weddings, so. You know, that's um, all we need, man, and if you do it for free, even better. <laughs> I would do it for free, for you. I appreciate you. that, thank you. <laughs> So we have a really fun episode planned, like Tyler mentioned. We are going to have some dueling drafts about the players that have been on the Chargers since 2013, aka the Tom Telesco era. So at first, when we thought this, uh, when Tyler thought of this idea, I thought he was talking about only players that Tom Telesco had drafted. But then, really, we'd be talking about like one of us not having a quarterback at all because it's only been Justin Herbert and uh, Easton Stick, obviously. So uh, we are including. Players like Philip Rivers, Antonio Gates, as as uh, Tyler mentions in the chat, Brian Balaga, Thomas Davis, any of those players, right? But you're not getting those players since 2013, if that makes sense. So you're not getting Thomas Davis from 2013. If you choose Thomas Davis, you are getting 2018 or 2019 Thomas Davis, excuse me. So uh, should be a fun exercise. We are going to do a snake draft. 
Tyler's going to have a, a random uh, order generator. So we do not know the order in which we are picking. Uh, so obviously that means whoever picks third is going to be stuck <laughs> with Tyrod Taylor or, or, or I don't know, man, Geno Smith, maybe anyone. I don't know. Um, yeah, but, yeah, uh, Riley brought up the name Mike Berkovici, which I had not heard in a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah been maybe you want to you know take a chance on uh, Cardell Jones, that Cardell Jones upside. Um, <laughs> we also did talk about players with injury history, and it mm. really is just kind of up for debate for really how much you want to deal with that. So I think really the most notable one there is going to be Jason Verrett to see who wants to kind of take a chance on those injuries. I, I can't imagine Brian Malaga is going to be picked in this although i guess maybe the tackle group is kind of uh, bleak from uh the last nine years of this franchise so uh, i think i i got all of the the qualifiers unless i missed something uh that sounds about right to me just 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 so everyone you know understands this isn't gates entire career it's just 2013 right. to when he retired so what we'll see I, i'm actually curious how people respond to this i don't know what age range we have here of our listeners like do, do, does half our audience know who Jackie Battle is? Or, I mean, did, were, they even, were they even fans while they're in San Diego? I don't know. I'm curious to see how the chat reacts. Actually, chat, just drop whenever you became a fan of the Chargers. Let us know what year, give or take, was that. Yeah, so it should be fun. Um, all right, so since we have all the ground rules up, let's uh, get the uh, order solidified. <laughs> very, very good, very good. Um, so obviously the, this first name will be to determine, uh, who gets the first overall pick. So Tyler, go ahead. Okay, here we go. First overall pick. <laughs> nice, uh, Star Wars music <laughs> in the background. Very right. good. Um, Tyler gets the first pick. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I really didn't wow. want to pick first. Really not rigged. That, yeah, absolutely. It's amazing how you can set these things to be rigged. Uh, no, it's yeah. so... <laughs> If we're really uh, can, talking, like, obviously, you know, first you get the pick of the quarterbacks, but I think from, uh, like, overall strategic standpoint, that that weight can be a little rough once you get down the uh, the whole list of the rosters. So, um, all right, let's see who's picking number two. All right, let's see who gets stuck with Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> also that. You don't have to take a you do wildcat with, like, Ronnie Brown or something. <laughs> Easton Stick, man, come on. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh man yes close. i do not have to pick the lower quarterbacks <laughs> awesome. we're not losing so. the poll all right. awesome all right so That's obviously good. this means that tyler gets the first pick i am picking second and then alex gets to figure out hey man you get the whole draft to think about it because you don't have to take shut the quarterback up. as shut long up. as you just want. don't talk to me just just shut <laughs> up Right. So as you saw from the uh, the other screen, we are going to have a timer. Obviously, we can't do this many picks and uh, just kind of talk about it for however long we want or we'd be here uh, all night long. So uh, we get 45 seconds for the first 15 picks and then we get 30 seconds after that. So we get a little bit of a, a speeded up pace. So uh, for those of you who are just now joining, looks like we got a, a recent bump. So uh, we are doing a draft of the Tom Telesco era meaning any player that's been on the Chargers since 2013, but you're getting them in that current status that they joined the team or from 2013 on. Mm -hmm. So it should be fun. Tyler has the first pick. Uh, Tyler, let's start off, man. 
just real quick for the people that are asking, you know, does the sign of the line matter or can they be a tackle or a guard? To me, it's just whatever they played for the Chargers. So, like, Filer isn't a right tackle to me yet, I suppose. Um, he's a left guard. Uh, DJ Fluker, I suppose, could be right guard, right tackle, but keeping it where they were projected or where they actually played for the Chargers. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, this is, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I got the first pick. So, this is, uh, I mean, it's Justin Herbert. I, I, I wish. I could say it were Rivers, and if I went second, obviously I'd be happy to have him. Uh, but Justin Herbert is the most talented quarterback the Chargers have ever had. Philip Rivers was amazing uh, between 2013 and 2019. He was a top 10 quarterback in EPA per play and CPOE. So fantastic. Obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. But for this exercise, i got to go with Justin Herbert. Yep. No, I think that that's absolutely the right call. It's what I would uh, say as well, and I think – you know, the way you put it, you know, you're talking about Philip Rivers, but, you know, who's consistently a top 10 quarterback. Really only had like one or two seasons where he was an elite guy. Whereas mm-hmm. with Justin Herbert, we already have an elite guy, getting an elite guy probably for the next 10, 15 years. So uh, I think that's the right call. And obviously that will lead me to take Philip Rivers with the second overall pick. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah. Uh, amazing for sure. And whole careers, like if it were a whole career, I would actually consider taking Philip Rivers first. I might have, honestly, but just for this time span, it's got to be Herbert. Yeah, and a uh, recent Senior Bowl Hall of Fame member, Philip Rivers. So there you go. Good stuff. All right. So I think this is the first time where we have to use the clock. Uh, really <laughs> interested to see where Alex goes here. He gets two picks back to back. You know, so some silver lining with your potential dealing with Tyron Taylor down the, down the line. Lose the pull back uh, points. So, Tyler, let's get the 45 seconds up on the clock, if you could. And then uh, once you are ready to go, Alex can uh, start his debate and and who he wants to go with. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a couple people you could go with here. I think Tyler kind of listed on his poll, uh, Bosa, Derwin, and uh, Keenan Allen. I, for the sake of value past the quarterback position, I'm going to go with Joey Bosa uh, at edge here. Um, obviously the best chargers pass rusher of the Telesco era. And, you know, you just kind of lock up your edge spot there. Uh, that probably leads someone to taking Melvin Ingram a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like starting off with Joey Bosa just uh, sets the defense, especially because as we go on in this draft, the defense more so than the offense is going to get uh, really thin. So I will start with Joey Bosa. Good call. Are you going to type it in yourself? Or oh, you like oh, oh, okay. I <laughs> forgot I could do that. Oops. Uh, all right. I will go with Joey Bosa as my first pick. And as my second pick, I'm going to take Rashawn Slater. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote him under QB. Oops. Uh, but I'm going to take Rashawn Slater because Steven was going to do it. And you know what, Steven? You really stuck it to me yesterday. So I'm just going to take Rashawn Slater. Uh, well, but he is the best uh, Chargers left tackle, obviously, of the Telesco era, building out that offensive line. Uh, I could have go for Keenan Allen here, theoretically, if I wanted to, but left tackles are more valuable. So I will move that into building my team. No, I think that's absolutely the right call. Obviously, you know, I um, I think there's a really interesting debate between, you know, Joey Bosa, Rashawn Slater, and Derwin James. That's how mm-hmm. I personally would have the number three pick. And if I had the number three pick, I would have taken Rashawn Slater with that first one, just because, I mean, you're talking about an all pro player, pro player as a rookie, 
and you're talking about you know top three left tackle right away. So um, this is gonna put me in an interesting spot. But Tyler, what do you think of uh, Alex's two picks? Yeah, I was kind of hoping just because it's funny that he would take Rashawn Slater. But look at Alex going <laughs> cool. to the trenches. Um, Joey Bosa should have been one of those two picks for sure. And then you know I could have gone either way. But if we're talking about you know maybe one year as a left tackle, the Chargers have some options for sure. But if we're talking about building a team and moving forward as a team, Rashawn Slater is is the guy at left tackle who's just going to give you value last year, value this year, and moving forward. So that he is a significantly better pick at left tackle than some of the other guys. Yeah, and you're talking about a left tackle and right tackle list, depending on how you want to see them, right? That's mm-hmm. uh, going to dry up quick. So I think Alex made yeah. the right call having to wait in a few picks because – you know, if I don't, if I didn't take him here, you would have taken him next, probably. So, one hundred percent, good call. Um, or you can go ahead and start my clock. Um, okay. And I think this is a really interesting debate when you're talking about Derwin James versus Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. You're talking about obviously one of the best safeties, if not the best. I think he's the best safety in the league, and he covers up so much ground for you in a variety of ways. And I think we're really going to see that come to fruition this year versus you know a a borderline top five wide receiver over the last four or five years um obviously had a legitimate argument for rookie of the year right out the gate after tom zalesko drafted him in 2013 and uh really was the only bright spot of those first two tom zalesko seasons and then of course he got hurt uh but ultimately i am going to go with derwin james i think he covers up more areas for you and i think he's just a more premium athlete premium player so i'm going to go with derwin james uh with my second pick I am deliriously excited that you went with Derwin James. Uh, I would have gone elsewhere, and I will go elsewhere, but that's a that's a good call for sure. I'm actually surprised you didn't. You say you wouldn't take Derwin James in the top five, <laughs> like yeah. And then I changed my mind because I get you. There's a, I have a certain strategy later on that you'll see. Oh, Ooh. okay, okay. Kind of spoiled that strategy yeah. like I just spoiled your first strategy. No. Nice. Uh, did you type in Derwin James? Because I just see a gray. Uh, I did nothing miss, but I mean, I think you click off of it go. and then yeah, it loads. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. All righty. So now it's my turn. It is. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I'm really, really great at this. Uh, okay. Uh, my third overall pick to be completely honest in my big board was Keenan Allen. I am going to go with Keenan Allen here. If you're talking about who defines chargers history from 2013 to now, it really is Keenan Allen, and I believe, and I don't believe, I, I looked it up, he has more first, down gen, first downs generated, uh, granted, over a longer span than Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, and Hunter Henry as receivers do combined. Like, this guy, and he, I think he's like 40 more first downs, too. This guy's amazing. And if he keeps up his pace this year for first downs generated, he will pass Antonio Gates for his entire career first downs generated. Like, you're getting a great player then. In the middle now moving forward i've watched him i think he's just fantastic i watched him versus mike williams as well and i think keenan allen is a far superior wide receiver i was kind of surprised um he is chargers football since 2013 in my opinion i'm going with keenan allen yeah i um i mentioned it so i was on my church mission in mexico for the 2013 and 2014 season so mm-hmm. that whole like mike mccoy era is just kind of blocked out of my <laughs> memory banks and i am so glad but 
I do kind of, you know, regret the fact that I didn't get to watch rookie mm-hmm. Keenan Allen because I think that's, uh, you know, one of the the more fun things to watch is just kind of a out of nowhere player that you're not really expecting to be the best player on the team and then becomes the best player on the team, which I yeah. feel like is what happened with Keenan Allen. Yeah. yeah. And, and for me, the moment I fell in love with him was when he did the hurdle against Denver. And then I was yeah. like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy's going to be here a while. <laughs> and that was a fun play. But yeah, yeah. still very underappreciated. Um, but Tyler, you have uh, another pick here, uh, right back to back. I do. I'll start my timer, even though I'm, it's kind of unnecessary. I think at this point, uh, it definitely comes down to one of two players. I feel like the way things are going, I can wait longer on one, but sort of like Rashawn Slater, you could pick other guys that maybe were good for a year or a very short term, you know, success. And there are players at this position who do. But I think if we're talking about what they've meant to the Chargers so far, briefly, and where they're going to be moving forward, Corey Lindsley is the best player at his position of all these guys. Even though you know they did have Hardwick, it's for like a year and then nine plays. They had Pouncey, who had a great year, but it's kind of temporary. It wasn't a long career. To me, I wanted to go with Corey Lindsley early because he is, as we ranked him, you know, a all-pro style kind of player. And I think he is going to... Help me relax through the later round so I don't have to worry about taking <laughs> a one-year sort of wonder center sure. elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely the right call there. I, uh, I consider taking him potentially in my second pick, but I do think, you know, just the the peak that Derwin James can give you still uh, kind of oh, absolutely. did that for me. But uh, Corey Lindsay, fantastic. I, I, I will say that I think, the Chargers, in terms of offensive line, their their center performances have been kind of the better position of over the last nine years. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that is something to consider as well. Absolutely. All right, you're up, Stephen. All right. Well, uh, again, you know, this is a potentially a position you could target. Maybe a J.C. Jackson, maybe Melvin mm-hmm. Ingram. Uh, but I just mentioned this particular strategy. And that is going to be taking Zion Johnson with my third overall pick. And, of course, he is a rookie. We have not seen him. That's yeah. kind of the strategy, though, because I could potentially play him at center. I could potentially play him at right guard, left guard. I'm going to figure that out down the road. So in, in this particular uh, draft exercise, I'm going to take a player who I think has elite upside and an elite mm-hmm. floor and kind of figure out my offensive line later. I need offensive linemen desperately, so I'm taking – Zion Johnson with my third of our pick, which should not be a surprise to anybody. Uh, I'm only surprised because like maybe position value, like you said, rookie, you know, we haven't seen him play, but he is definitely a, at least a top 15 ish prospect on our big board here. So I totally get it. And I'm going to put I, him at center for now. And then, like I said, figure out the rest later. I'm, a, li- I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit surprised because I think you could theoretically go f- filer here too if you wanted obviously zion johnson sure. younger more upside but then you also could say like filers played in the nfl before i mean we're going to get into drafting uh rookies i'm sure and second year players and guys who have played very long but i mean i just mm-hmm. took sean slater uh so you know there is that uh aspect of the youth movement and projecting what these guys are going to be too all right start the clock uh i'll take jc jackson a uh, very mm-hmm. quick movement on the clock here i think like steven said uh, easily the best cornerback at his peak right now. You can go with Casey Hayward certainly later, and Casey Hayward played here longer, but I think the interceptions that J.C. Jackson creates, 
easily a top five corner uh, at this point in his career. Casey Hayward, I think you can make the argument that maybe he was like a fringe top five at some point, but um, I think he more was around the top 10. So if you're talking about a cornerback in the peak of his prime right now, uh, I would go with JC Jackson with that pick. Good call. Yep. And I am going to go back to back. Uh, oh, I wrote it under Tyler's spot. Oops. You can put him there. It's fine. But nah, I think I'll put him <laughs> in my spot like I'm supposed to. Let's see. Uh, and then I will... Mm, I'll go with wide receiver. Um, it's a little bit early to maybe take a second wide receiver. Mm-hmm. But I'll go with Mike Williams. Um, I, like I think that in the same vein of talking about a guy who's going to be in the prime of his career. If I can't have Keenan Allen, um, yeah, there could be like a, obviously Malcolm Floyd and, and some of the other Chargers receivers who have been here longer and have been doing it. But uh, I think Mike Williams is clearly the best in terms of skill of those guys. And obviously is still really young in the prime of his mm-hmm. career. Uh, so I'll take Mike Williams since I have to draft a receiver and I can't take Keenan Allen. So, <laughs> yeah, I get you. I mean, really, of these guys, I mean, Rivers had to make it with some of these guys as his wide receiver one. Yeah. But Mike Williams is really the only other wide receiver one on this list. So good call. All respect to Floyd, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, there we were talking about this yesterday, but there was that 2014 season when, uh, or 2015, one of those years when uh, Danny Woodhead was uh, <laughs> the leading receiver on the team for a whole season. Which is, uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll come up later. I'm sure, you know, one of us could potentially yeah. draft him later on, but uh yeah, that's uh, that's an interesting one here. Okay. So this is uh, I would love to keep building through the trenches right here. Uh, I don't have a pass rusher yet. I don't have a tackle, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I almost have to stick to players that I feel like have an elite ceiling and an elite floor. And there are only two of them left on my board in that category right now, and that's Casey Hayward and Eric Weddle. So. Obviously, Eric Weddle, you're getting more of a short-term thing because he kind of fizzled out in 2015. Uh, so I'm going to take Casey Hayward. I'm going to reunite nice. part of the uh, the Jack Boys, if you will, and uh, make sure I get a true number one cornerback uh, on my roster. So I'm going Casey Hayward here. Yeah, it's a good call. I mean, what a steal, obviously, from the Packers for that stretch, like two, maybe three-year stretch. He was just amazing. And then, you know, we're not really talking about post-careers, but then he went to the Raiders and had himself a really good year. PFF just put out an article where, you know, J.C. Jackson, the Chargers have him now, but he was number one in man. I think Casey Harrod was like number two or whatever in zone. So still still kicking, still doing pretty well. Yeah. Really good Charger. Really kind of feels like an underrated player for the Chargers over that span. And I think you're talking about somebody who, you know, his first season in, in San Diego was kind of, a little fluky. I think he had like seven interceptions, eight interceptions, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then it really in uh, 17, 18, 19, you're talking about somebody that kind of flirted with a top five at the position, playing yeah. some really good ball in Gus Bradley's scheme. So obviously that's kind of up in the air of what in terms of like schematics and things like that. But just from a pure talent and ability standpoint, uh, again, cornerback really dries up in this group. And so uh, Casey is uh, Casey's that guy for me. Do you feel like we really need the timer anymore? I think we're flying through this pretty good. Uh, I think we're fine. I feel okay. like we're going to need the timer later, though. So okay, we'll, it'll, we'll put it'll it on pause. There. We'll put it on pause, yeah. and if we need it, we'll uh, we'll we'll get back yeah. to it. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. 
Um, I definitely do need a tackle, both of them. I feel like I can punt on right tackle for 42 more rounds, and it's kind of the same um, because all the right tackles kind of stink. Um, So I do need another player, again, another player who really seems to define Telesco's era of football. I'm going to go with Melvin Ingram, um, you know, underrated player towards the end, I feel like, Um, even just like the batted passes. There's just a level of production that he had that Nwosu never reached. You know, you have two years. I don't remember if they were during the Telesco span or not, but you know, we reached like 74 pressures a year, whatever it was. I'm really fantastic players. So and Melvin Ingram goes there. He's off my board. And then I'm going to go with, it was very tempting to go one player over here, but you know, what? I'm just going to go, go ape with it. I'm going to go Khalil Mack. And it's Ooh. obviously talking about what he does moving forward uh, because he hasn't played for the chargers yet, but uh, Staley is very excited about him. And I have a feeling that what he does for the next three years is going to be something pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, I've been, uh, watching Khalil Mack from last season, uh, you know, during this week. And I think he's certainly kind of taken a step back from his defensive player of the year category, but I still think he's a really, really good football player. Um, and I, I love the way that he just does the little things. And, you know, you're talking about two fantastic leaders along the line of scrimmage for uh, your team there. So I like that strategy for sure. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going back to the trenches here. I got, I have to, or else they're gonna start drying up. Uh, I'm gonna take <laughs> Russell Okum, nice, uh, and kind of hold down the fort at left tackle. Tyler mentioned the, the drop off. I mean, you're talking about a group after Russell Okum that's like King Dunlap for a year, Joe Bart yeah. still played some left tackle. Are you gonna do Sam Tevy at left tackle? So I want to yeah. just kind of knock that off my board. Uh, really glad that Tyler did the back to back edge thing because it kind of saved me. So I'm going uh, Russell Kung here. Yeah, good call. Good player for the Chargers. Odd things didn't work yeah. out in the end there. He wasn't happy with the direction the franchise was going. But, you know, kind of like some of these guys they bring in have a really good first year, year and a half with the Chargers and things kind of fall off. Also had the is the pulmonary embolism. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. So rough, random situation there. Yeah, I mean, in, in terms of talent, uh, clearly after Slater, I think he's the left tackle you look towards. I mean, gave, gave you a season or two really high quality play prior to the pulmonary embolism. So um, yeah. obviously, uh, you know, he was on that 2018 team uh, as well. So uh, Russell Okung definitely deserves some mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be taking another offensive lineman next pick uh, <laughs> and address the trenches. Uh, here couple ways I could go. I'm going to go with Austin Eckler. Um, I, I think like that. In terms yeah. of a guy who's clearly in the peak of his career right now uh, in his prime, maybe you could wait a little bit to draft a running back, but I almost feel like Austin Eckler's clearly the best Chargers running back uh, of the Telesco era. You can make a case for Melvin Gordon, who obviously mm-hmm. was here for, for four years. Um, I think he had one Pro Bowl appearance, did Melvin Gordon? Or I did think he it was never two. Two. But, okay. I don't remember if it was one or two, um, but to me, Austin Eckler easily deserved to make the Pro Bowl last year. That was an absolute snub that he didn't get in, uh, and you can make that argument for the season before that as well. Uh, just what he's given you, uh, rushing uh, and receiving, plus my quarterback's Tyrod Taylor, and I need as much help <laughs> as I can get. Um, yeah. If I had Justin Herbert, if I had Phillip Rivers, maybe I wouldn't be making this pick so early, um, but I feel like Austin Eckler uh, just gives me uh, a lot of help here. Uh, and, you know, uh, someone said in the chat that, like, the current Chargers roster kind of makes some of those uh, mid, you know, 
Telesco era of rosters look not so great. And I think Austin Eckler is certainly one of those kinds of players. Another one of, of a newer uh, era is Matt Filer. Uh, and I will be yeah, taking him with my next pick. Um, and I have a lot of options, right? If I use Matt Filer as well, I can, of course, play him next to uh, Rashawn Slater. But maybe mm-hmm. I can kick him out to right tackle uh, if uh, things get bad enough like we've been talking about all season. Yeah. Uh, I can cheat a little bit because Matt Filer has played right tackle before. So maybe if it starts getting dire uh, and we're on the point of the board where we're around Sam Tebby, uh, I can <laughs> maybe sweep sweep up Matt Filer. I'll sweep up Matt Filer here now. So it gives me a little bit of flexibility later. But yeah, I will go uh, with those two guys to bolster my offense. Yeah, good call. Eckler is a guy I was, I was really hoping would fall to me at some point, maybe position value. But at the end of the day, he's a fantastic weapon arguably as valuable as keenan allen so good pick there yeah look at alex uh building through the trenches uh, i love to see it <laughs> yeah um yeah so I'm, I'm debating between a few players here um i know who it is obviously the the uh pass rushers have kind of dried up at this point so um you know we'll, we'll see kind of how i'm able to uh manage that really quickly um but we talked beforehand about how dreadful the defensive tackle group is that the Chargers have had over the years. So mm-hmm. uh, with my next pick here, I am going to go with Sebastian Joseph Day uh, to kind of hold down the middle of my defensive line. I'll type his full name out. We'll see how that works. I'm just going to do SJD. That's too long. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Sebastian Joseph Day, I feel like, uh, hasn't necessarily hit his ceiling yet. So obviously there's still some unknown, but we haven't seen him be a very – serviceable high-end run defender at minimum and uh frankly that is needed with the defensive line group that we are going to be choosing from after him yeah absolutely that was going to be my next pick not because like he's the better player of some of these guys but right it's 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 dreadful defensive tackle <laughs> for the chargers has yeah. been and is awful 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 stuff so good job okay um, I am up because he didn't get taken. I'm shocked this wasn't the selection for you, Steven. Uh, but, but considering he did have a nice little peak, I believe second team all pro, first team all pro, whatever it was, a pro bowl not in the middle for the Chargers. Uh, things didn't end so well, but who cares? That's not that's not really the point here. So I'm gonna go with Eric Weddle um, as my safety. I didn't think he'd be here at this point, just considering. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll take it. So I'm gonna go with Eric yeah. Weddle there. Hmm? It's it's important in the Telesco draft to got to draft a guy who fucking can't stand Tom Telesco. <laughs> Bringing him back. We're gonna run it back. No, I, I think like I if you know if I hadn't taken Derwin James first, I probably would have taken Weddle at some point. Mm-hmm. But I, I you know you, the cornerback group dries up. I think the safety group is probably one of the deeper ones that the Chargers have had. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of why I went with Derwin and then uh, waited. Yeah, absolutely. I know Derwin, Derwin, obviously a great pick. Weddle, whatever, like, uh, you know, fine. All right. I do need some help here on defense. Uh, I have no corners. Uh, so it's, it's a bit of a toss up, obviously, because you have some players that were, you know, well, healthy. Uh, but I'm going to go with Jason Verrett here just because I believe in what he, you know, was able to do in a yeah. little bit of time. Am I going to get him for more than four games? Probably not. Uh, but those four games are going to be really good. He's one of those guys who just, I don't know how much you were able to watch, Stephen, because you were, you know, gone, obviously. But, I mean, what he did against Antonio Brown, just fantastic stuff. So, is he really a CB1 like some of these guys? No. 
but he could have been. Yeah, man. I um, 2015, I think, was his healthy season. So I, I got to watch him that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I think you're you're obviously banking on the injuries, which we, we talked about, right? Like it, it being a potential gray area. I think yeah. peak Verrett versus, you know, peak JC Jackson. That's a really interesting conversation. Um, and obviously, if we're taking the injuries out of it, you're you're talking about that peak being a top six or seven pick in this draft. But um, yeah, I, I think obviously you have to take the injuries into consideration. But at this point, you know, looking at this cornerback group, I, mm-hmm. I, I would have probably done the same thing at some point if I didn't take Casey. All right. So I don't have any offensive weapons yet at this point. Uh, so I'm going to bring the, I'm reuniting the band, man. I, I'm taking Antonio Gates here. Fuck. Love um, it. Love and it. I, like I said, I don't have any, any wide receivers. So Philip Rivers is used to this already. Um, <laughs> and obviously the peak of Antonio Gates is behind him, but you're still talking about a guy who had 10 touchdowns and I think 700 yards one season in this era and like 607 or something like that. So still very, very productive tight end. And uh, I'm pretty happy with this kind of knowing where uh, the receiver group stands in particular. So don't didn't necessarily get a, a great ride receiver, but I have a great receiving tight end to uh, reunite with Phil Rivers. Yeah, um, I guess this is Steven getting me back for the Rashawn Slater thing. <laughs> I was definitely going to take Antonio Gates with one of my two uh, upcoming picks here because I, I just thought, you know, sort of flies under the radar because he was definitely not at his peak from that 2013 to 2018 period when he came back. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, still one of the you know best tight ends of the league of that time, uh, from probably till like 2015, 2016. So I mean, you still yeah, he's Antonio Gates, obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, couple ways I could go here. The safety market is drying up, uh, and I do think there's probably kind of a third name. Ooh, I like it. Adrian Phillips. Yeah, nice. Um, and I think that's an interesting pick. Um, obviously, did not make the Pro Bowl as a defensive player, but the impact that he had with Derwin James uh, in that 2018 season prior to uh, eventually leaving to New England, which is probably one of the blemishes on Tom Telesco's resume for, for how cheap he could have kept him. Uh, I, I think that his level of play was really solid. So uh, fortifying the defense a little bit there. Uh, and I'm going to go with Adrian Phillips obviously can help me out mm-hmm. even though we're not drafting special teams can obviously help out in that way as well. Since that was what he was selected to the pro bowl for. Yeah. Um, and miss I that do, guy, man. I, yeah, I do. I do miss him a lot. I, I hope Belichick, I hope he makes Belichick happy. Um, <laughs> uh, at least someone has, yeah, gets to enjoy him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And there's this is I feel like the point where the board starts to dry up a little <laughs> bit um, because after this, it starts to get kind of hard. I'll awesome. draft another wide receiver um, and it's a little bit redundant, but I will go with another Chargers Williams. legend uh, Malcolm Floyd. Oh, wow. OK. okay. With the wide receiver uh, two pick. I, I do kind of understand that having, uh, you know, Malcolm Floyd and uh, Mike Williams could be redundant, but at this point, I'm kind of going for the best player. I like because it. Again, yeah. my quarterback is Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. um, and I need as much help as I can get. 
Um, Tyrod has no problem throwing up jump balls. Uh, so just throw it to the really tall guys, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Never a uh, Pro Bowl player, I don't think, but obviously had a few quasi uh, Pro Bowl seasons in terms of production. Uh, and I think one year he had like 20 yards per reception uh, in one of those seasons under Telesco as well. So even though he's obviously more of a San Diego charger, I think um, he, one of the seasons where he had like 856 yards uh, was his career high. So, I mean, you, you're getting a pretty decent receiving option here. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I'll take Malcolm Floyd here. Helps me out a lot. And it, it sort of ends my streak of drafting post 2018 era chargers. Yeah. Uh, nice. So welcome I'll, to I'll, the past. Yeah. yeah welcome, <laughs> welcome to the past. Uh, I'll take Malcolm Floyd. Yeah. So, uh, he, he missed, I think most of the season in 2013, but 2014, he had 856 yards, averaged 16.5 yards per reception, six touchdowns. Uh, 15, he had 561 yards, 18.7 per reception and three touchdowns. So at this point with this receiver group, I think you'll take that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Malcolm Floyd, just classic charger, classic San Diego missed him for sure. Uh, I cried at that game where they announced his retirement and they played that green day song. I cried like everybody in the stadium was bawling their eyes out. It was tough, but good player for sure. Yeah, I think he meant a lot more to the Chargers than the stats really ever showed. Absolutely. So I think, you know, always just a class act, leader of the franchise, and, uh, you know, overall just a great player. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to double dip here, and I'm taking Hunter Henry back to back. So I'm taking all the tight ends. A lot of two tight end sets. Oh, yeah, baby. We're going old school uh, football right here. I just oh, think yeah. that with the value of where the receiver position is at. I want both of the tight ends. I want to make sure I can get, you know, the, the two tight end sets back in back in style with Phil Rivers and make sure if I don't have a good receiver, at least I have two of the only good tight ends that the uh, Chargers have had over the last nine years. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, yeah, go for it. Uh, two <laughs> tight end sets are awesome, man. I love that we got our first flex player uh, of the draft so far. Good stuff there. there. Go. Um. <laughs> Because if we're going with more of a 3-4 base, I'm not going to take this player, but I'm still surprised at this point that Mosu is available. Like, I would have taken him at some point because you do need another edge, but okay. Um, I don't need another edge, so I'm going to move on. So Hunter Henry is gone. All right, time for me to get shit. Uh, the next best running back, unfortunately, is Melvin Gordon. I'm going to take <laughs> Melvin Gordon here. Um, not great, but I'll tell you what. You know, he was marginally more healthy than Ryan Matthews for one right. year and a half. Right. Um, and if we're being serious, like he's the only guy that can really like carry of actual yeah. load as a football player. Uh, I'll be throwing to Keenan on a lot more for sure than handing it off to Melvin Gordon. Um, but I feel, I feel wrong for doing this. Uh, Melvin, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, Eric Weddle. I am just <laughs> collecting all the people that hate us. Uh, there's a couple. There's a couple more players that you could take that yeah, really yeah, would push I'll, you over the top. Yeah, I'll do the Infinity Gauntlet. The, of this the anti-Telesco <laughs> team of the Telesco draft. Yeah, I'm gonna, uh, Desmond King next. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> all <Honestly>. right, <laughs> it's it's not a bad spot to take him for sure. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, I obviously need linemen at some point. God forbid my my interior defensive line ever exists. Uh, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Who cares? Uh, Tom Telesco hasn't. So I'm just honoring him at this point. 
like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Desmond King. I'm going to take Desmond King. Uh, I just go. build the shit list team. <laughs> but, like, he was really good at one point. Yeah. He was an exceptional player defensively and on special teams. And I have a returner. Like, I have some special teams and you guys don't. Yeah. I think so. You know, that's that's cool. Um, so, yeah, Desmond King. If we're talking about whole careers here. Uh, great, great, great off a cliff on the Texans. Um, but he did get his revenge with the interception last year. So uh, Desmond King is my flex. I forgot about that. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know we're not considering post Chargers career and Desmond King definitely did not end on a high note, but Desmond King actually had a really solid year in Houston last year. So I mean, that that is, that does mean something, Uh, even if it doesn't mean anything in the context of this draft, (laughs) obviously kind of gets you back a little bit, maybe to the peak of that, you know, 2018 Chargers Desmond King thing. Mm-hmm. we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to take the player that Tyler just mentioned since I don't have any pass rushers at this point, And I wanted to make sure that Alex did not get the last good one. So I am taking Uchenna Nwosu as my edge one, baby. Let's go, Chenna. Hey, he'd be the edge one in Seattle. You know what? It could pay off. You're, you're seeing what he can do, giving <laughs> him a chance and good for you. I mean, there's there's not many other options, so I'm going to going to roll with it. Like and it. for what it's worth, I do really like the player. I think, you know, we saw him become a, a really solid player last year. So mm-hmm. um, I'll take it at this point. Nice. Good call. Good call. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be going for edge, although I, I probably would have taken Ujena Nwosu. Um, Yeah. There's not much of a chance that I'm doing it now. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit outside the box, and this is probably a huge overdraft um i'll go with trevor williams okay so trevor williams had a (laughs) really good 2017 year and then uh not 2017 year and then fell off the face of the planet 
But if it I happens. can get 2017 Trevor Williams, <laughs> then I'm pretty good with Jay-Z yeah. Jackson and, and him. So mm-hmm. in the vein of Tyler taking Desmond King, the defensive stuff gets really thin here. So I'll go with a guy who's pretty high upside for at least a year or two. Uh, so I'll take him. It's a little bit early, but man, the corners are, are not good after this point. So uh, I'll I'll dive in since Steven took Uchenna off the board. Uh, nice. There's not much for me. Uh, to go over there. Um, yeah, th- this is the part. Where <laughs> oh, God. It gets oh, really Timer good. time. Ti- this might be timer time. Actually, I'll, I'll, timer I'll, time. I'll, I'll, I'll postpone timer time. Okay. I'm going to take another wide receiver. And I'm going to go. You're going to do it? <laughs> Tyrell Williams. Wow. Tyrell Williams. All right. I have all three of my wide receivers. I will go with all three of them. Alex is running nothing but go balls all game long <laughs> with Tyrod Taylor. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, respect it, it. Alex is really making that point that wide receiver is like the best <laughs> Most, position. But, but I also have Slater and Filer. So I'm, I'm you do. moving up the trenches and the go balls. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at this point, you could just put me out there and I'll throw a go ball. And you go. You know, it'll, it'll go to somebody. Someone there will be one. You can't uh, but, run I mean, anything look, by, by Tyrell Williams was a was a thousand yard receiver one year. He was. Uh, he was. And, you know, a really solid receiver for the Chargers for three years. Obviously, you know, unfortunately with Raiders, uh, got hurt and then we had to produce at the same level. But I think uh, out of those guys, I mean, he was he was really solid uh, during that 2018 season and doesn't get quite enough credit for it. Uh, that mm-hmm. Kansas City game he had is, is pretty bonkers. Yeah, absolutely. No, I think that's uh, that's a fair call. So. Uh, when I did this, I did my own Google sheet and with a big board, right? And I kind of sorted players into uh, different kind of tiers. And I, you know, I obviously yeah, had the first tier of like elite ceiling, elite floor. And those are kind of, you know, the Derwin James of the world, Joey Bosa, stuff like that. Sure. Um, my second tier that I put was uh, potentially elite ceiling above average floor. And yeah. I only have one player left in that category. And I'm kind of surprised that you know we're taking all these corners uh, before him and i'm taking asante samuel yeah. jr here mm-hmm. um so i'm a big big fan of him obviously and i know he's a little bit underproven or unproven excuse me but i believe in his ceiling i believe in his floor i believe in his ability to develop alongside casey hayward uh so i am gonna end the slide here for asante samuel jr and uh put him as my cb2 yeah, I was definitely surprised, although, un, you know, again, unproven. I'm still surprised that he went with Trevor Williams over Asante Samuel Jr. But Yeah, well, I kind of forgot uh, Asante Samuel Jr. existed for a <laughs> So I, I missed that pickup. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Interesting. Good All stuff. Right, back to back here. Okay, back. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> pause. Um, it's okay. Tyrell Williams is off the board. I'm not taking another wide receiver, even though I could. But at this point, we're going to get into those weird... Uh, 2013 randos. Um, so I'm going to go with the best linebacker they've had. I'm going to go with Kaiser White because apparently I prioritize linebackers now. <laughs> um, and then as far as... Oh. What's up? Well, Alex left. There he is. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not watching the screen, so I had no oh. idea. All right. Well, as long as you can hear me, that's all that matters. I, gotcha. um, I can definitely wait on a corner, which sounds weird, but I guess I can. Uh, I'm not taking Corey Legit that early. You know, what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ham. I'm taking Denzel Perryman. 
Nice. You double dip at linebacker after I did it at tight end. Good job. I like it. We just really, uh, yeah, we both love the trenches, but we're going with the tight ends and <laughs> linebackers. Um, I'm going to have a really solid defense. Uh, no linemen, but you know what? I can make it up later because sure. Uh, is Alex sure. back? But you did you did both yeah, of your picks, right? Yes, I did Denzel Perryman and Kaiser White. Also because those are really the two like proven linebackers uh, at their yeah. position. Right. Uh, one of you can take a shot on Kenneth Murray. Well, I mean, there are other like individual good seasons that you can mm-hmm. choose from too. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go Corey Toomer or whatever, <laughs> you do that. It was good. Oh, wow. I liked him. I mean, maybe, maybe I potentially do do that. I think really before uh, Andre Roberts came around, he was probably the Chargers best midseason acquisition. Mm-hmm. If you want to go yeah. deep down that board. Um, so I'm a little, uh, I want to go offensive line here and kind of solidify one of my spots. I'm a little conflicted with what to do because both of these players had some injury issues. Although I really loved what they did when they were on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked a little bit about him before. And I think an injury really derailed his 2021 season. And I think he was playing the best ball of his career. Uh, so I am taking Ode Abuji here to solidify nice. uh, my right guard spot here. And like I said, I have some flexibility with Zion Johnson. But uh, I have Ode holding down the fort at right guard. And Love obviously it. hoping that he does not tear his ACL in this simulation. And uh, can continue <laughs> that career trajectory season for me. Yeah, absolutely. Good call there. I was hoping he'd be there on the circle back around, but good call. Good call for sure. Yeah, uh, I think Bougie's a really solid pick. Obviously, kind of wish he stayed healthy. Kind of wish he was still here. I mean, given you know some of the situations that we talk about, but they did draft Zion Johnson ultimately. So Steven now doubles up with Zion Johnson and O'Day Bushi. So yeah. offensive lineman, offensive lineman paradise for Which him. That would happen in real life. But <laughs> I, yeah. Um, yeah. When you look at the team, it is something you wish could happen now, but I uh, don't think so. Um, all right. Um, not a whole lot left at edge rusher. So no. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to hold off on that one. Uh, I guess I did. I'll go with the second best nose tackle uh, at this point. <laughs> I do sort of need someone on the interior, and mm-hmm. Brandon Debane gave us at least a pretty solid year uh, prior to kind of falling off. So I'll I'll put him in the mix here uh, and put him as my nose tackle. I do still need more help on defense, and uh, I think he can at least give me that much. Um, and then, oh God, they're, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love hearing that. <laughs> Tyler really went with Kaiser White and Denzel Harriman. Um, so there's sort of nothing left at linebacker right now. Uh, so I'm going to push that one, I guess, for as long as I can. Uh, I'll fortify the offensive line and go with Mike Pouncey. Uh, nice. um, at least. He gave you uh, a pretty solid season, uh, mm-hmm. pretty solid couple seasons before he got hurt with the neck injury in, was it 2019 or 2020, uh, and then ended up getting cut. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I think Mike Pouncey was obviously on that 2018 playoff team. 
uh, and fortifies this in a way where it makes the less good right guards and right tackles matter a little less uh, as we get further on in the draft here. Uh, so I'll settle for Mike Pouncey here. There we go. Well done. I, he was the one that I was kind of debating between O'Day or Mike Pouncey. Yeah, right. Um, but like I said, I still have kind of that flexibility of potentially playing Zion at center. So um, ultimately went with O'Day. Um, I'm going to get some, since I don't have any edge rushers, I'm going to take, I'm going to take an into your pass rusher here and I'm going to take Corey Legit with my okay. next pick. Um, you know, we talked about the, should I put SJD at DT1? It feels weird. Like saying that. Legit I would, I, that's a, I would have, well, I would have just put Joseph Day as your defensive tackle and then fine. Because, like, to me, Austin Johnson's the nose tackle of the current Chargers. So I would put Sebastian Joseph Day at defensive tackle. Okay, so I'll put him at DT1. I'll put Corey Legit at DT. Oh, I'm so excited to take Jerry Tillery. I can't DT2. wait. <laughs> uh, but there was that stretch of, like, three, four years. You know, in 2013, um, Legit had 40 pressures, seven sacks. In 2014, mm-hmm. he had 38 and five. Um, you know, so there were some really good seasons in there. I think he just kind of fizzled out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm pretty happy with, you know, Sebastian Joseph Day and Corey Legit uh, being my two defensive tackles in this point. And then, you know, we'll figure out what I want to do technically at nose tackle later on. Yeah, I like it. Uh, okay, so I am in desperate need of linemen. Uh, so I might as well get that going. Let's go with uh, the legendary King Dun. Oh, gosh, why is it? Why is that so small? Well, um, I don't know. But yeah, that's a good pick. I mean, he's the only left tackle that's good left. So. Yeah, and he was good. Like he was for good for the Chargers seasons, yeah. for a couple seasons, and I think the concussions caught up to him. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Okay, hold on. Let me just make sure they're okay. So that's the only one that was randomly at size ten font. Uh, however, that <laughs> happens. Okay, so I got my King Dunlap there. Um, so my next pick, I am going to build in the trenches again. I, I honestly can't believe I'm doing this. Uh, DJ Fluker at right tackle. Uh, Womp Womp plays right tackle. Uh, he did transition to right guard, uh, but at this point, it's like Sam Tevy. Uh, so I'm going to go with DJ Fluker there and <laughs> King Dunlap. Run it back with Rivers old two tackles. There you go. Uh, which definitely were super good. There you go. Super, super good. For what it's worth, I, I would have had uh, I had Fluker on my board as a guard, even with the, the tackle group the way it was. I just feel like that was yeah uh, his best position there nah nah all right so i'm gonna finally take a wide receiver here um and i'm gonna take a big big gamble and i'm gonna take josh palmer as my wide receiver one so the you know we've talked about this list right up like i I don't want you know uh eddie royal as my wide receiver one or dontrell inman so uh again unproven but at least i you know potentially have a, a high ceiling there that we haven't really seen yet. All right. I like it. I like it. Josh Palmer. Yeah. Decent. <laughs> All right, Alex, you're up with uh back to back kick back to back picks again. All right. Um, so I've been looking into the edge rushers and doing a couple Googles. Um <laughs> the Are color... you remember the good one. <sighs> So I feel like I have to go with Dwight Freeney here. Yeah. And yeah. that's I was hoping even would. now he only had like five sacks as a charger, but 
he was still okay and yeah he was. You, can, you can hope that if i'm trying to put like a football team together and i can get one pretty good game out of him um that wouldn't be too hard i do still think tyler has the better uh duo obviously with uh, ingram and mac and, and doubling up there but probably the best remaining upside career guy i can put next to joey bosa at this point unless i really want to go out there and go like jerry attachu um, but I think that Dwight Freeney is probably the best I'm going to do at this point. Um, and then I will, I'll draft a linebacker here. Um, oh, us. <laughs> okay. <Look at> us. <laughs> Upside Kenneth Murray. Now, Kenneth Murray is obviously, like, he takes a step forward in his development, but obviously first-round pick, had a very solid rookie year prior to uh, having a not-great year uh, last season, hit with injuries. But if I'm betting on the upside in the same way that, you know, uh, we've taken Asante Samuel Jr., Zion Johnson, and some of these younger players, uh, I think that he's probably the best I'm going to do. Uh, especially at the linebacker position with how the talent has really dried up after Tyler took Kaiser White and Edsel Perriman. So <laughs> I'll take my chances with uh, Kenneth Murray here. And um, it's probably the best I can kind of hope for if I'm projecting this outwards, you know, it's like a four or five year experiment. I like it. I, I mean, listen, you, I think you really do have a good player. Here. I just think it needs to, we got to see it now, please. Right. <laughs> No, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm a little uh, bummed out you took Dwight Freeney because I was going to do that next. But, yep. Uh, he had like a know, 58 like, pressure season, didn't he? Yeah, he had like 60 pressures for the Falcons <laughs> like three years <laughs> after he left the Chargers, which was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so he still had some really good ball on him. I think it just obviously kind of became that, you know, mercenary pass rusher kind of player. Mm-hmm. So I'm considering going receiver here again, but I really want to prioritize turnovers at this point with my defense. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to take a player that I really wish the Chargers had been able to hold on to. And that is free safety. Here. Huh? So I have an idea of who you're going with here. Uh, I'm taking free safety Trey Boston yep. off the board and uh, reuniting okay. with Derwin James. He had five interceptions in his lone season with the Chargers. Um, so really was unfortunate we didn't get to see more of him. Were um, two of them off of like Nathan Peterman? <laughs> uh, I think just the one. But, Was it one or two? I don't remember who the breakdown in that game. But uh, yeah, no, Drew Boston. He, he, was but, a uh, he had three interceptions with the Cardinals in the year after that and seven pass breakups and then three and seven again in 2019 mm-hmm. uh, when he went back to Carolina. So I feel like he was a really good ball hawk safety. He was lousy as a run defender. Um, but, you know, I need these turnovers since I don't really have the ability to create much pressure. So I'm going to take Trey Boston. All right, Trey Boston. Yeah, I was really bummed that he couldn't hang on to him. My mind's a little fuzzy on how the whole safety room rotated in and out. And that next and year was so frustrating because then that's mm-hmm. when they kicked a die back to free safety, and all of us were like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was a whole disaster there. Okay, uh, I am up. I'm definitely considering wide receiver. Starting to run out of some, um, but I feel like I can make this line thing work. So, is he really my wide receiver too? Not really, but like I'm, I'm out of options. So, 
Uh, I'm going to go with Eddie Royal here, who played for the Chargers, obviously, yeah. and had like 700 yards and eight touchdowns, like back-to-back years or whatever it was, or something along those lines. So I'm going to take him there. And then just to run it back for shits and giggles, um, again, I don't know why I'm taking the, the shit list, guys. I'm going to go <laughs> Danny Woodhead, which Ooh, like which is kind go. of sounds ridiculous. But he had two years in there where he had like a thousand total yards, yeah. back to back years or whatever it was. Like he's a legit weapon. So I added like you know at their peak eighteen hundred yards and fifteen yard touchdowns a year for a couple of these guys. So really weird throwback names. But Danny Woodhead, like I really liked him. I thought he was. I mean, the Chargers have this way of finding guys that are the the Sproles, the Woodhead, the Oliver, the Eckler. Um, and Woodhead was an outstanding player for the Chargers for sure. No, I like that pick for sure. I uh, considered taking him with my next pick since I don't, again, don't really have any wide receivers, but uh, I actually need an actual running back. So uh, obviously I have to hold <laughs> off there. Yeah. All righty. All right. I um, try and decide what I want to do next here. And I'm going to continue to fill out my defensive line group actually and i'm gonna take linvaugh joseph as my nose tackle nice. Had a couple really good seasons uh with the chargers here recently oh that's another uh little one but that's okay um but i really believe in kind of what he was able to finish uh his career off with the chargers and maybe he's coming back he looks like he's doing well on instagram and uh getting healthy so uh, I, I like this defensive line group, you know, despite kind of what I felt about the group as a whole for the Chargers heading in. So I got Sebastian Joseph Day, Linvaugh Joseph, and Corey Legit as my uh, three defensive linemen. I like it. That's a good group. That is that is basically your top three practically right there over the last decade. So good call. All right. Um, I'm going to go all offense here again with these next two picks. <laughs> oh and I'm God. going to go with a slight youth movement. For my offensive flex, I'm going to go with Jalen Guyton. Um, okay. I think that uh, maybe, not that he's a guy we forgot about in doing this exercise, but um, I could have picked Tyron Johnson if I really wanted to get fun with it. But <laughs> uh, I do think Jalen Guyton projects to be, uh, you know, obviously wide receiver three this year, really solid deep ball guy. Obviously doesn't have the stats or like pro bowls or something to show like as we compare to like these other kind of quasi like peak chargers. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, I do have two jump ball guys, arguably three jump ball guys when it comes to Mike Williams, Malcolm Floyd and Tyrell Williams. I have a burner here that I can have. And that's, you know, pretty decent uh, upside for the offense. I'm going to go tight end next and I'm okay. going to go Trey McKitty. Um, wow. wow. Not- okay. I'm Good I'm going you. a little bit off the board here, uh, obviously, but when we're talking about, uh, obviously, Hunter Henry and Antonio Gates, we're going to be off the board. I didn't think Steven would end up with both of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think if you're betting on upside, Trey McKitty probably still like a blocking tight end, but I do think he's going to get more involved in the passing offense this year. Uh, and then at some point, while the Chargers kind of go through the Jared Cooks and the Gerald Everts, there's a chance that I think that he moves up the depth chart uh, and and becomes a tight end one in the future. So this is kind of a bet on, on future production, like some of the other rookies. Uh, but I'll take him as my tight end one because I don't really feel like there's a whole lot left and I get to bet on the rookie upside. Uh, so I'll go a little bit off the board. Nice. Wow. I, uh, I'm surprised. 
I'm not surprised you didn't take Jared Cook. I'm, I'm not surprised. You didn't <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I figured you would be taking Gerald Everett, especially since none of your receivers can run anything but a go route. Did you forget about Gerald Everett? <laughs> Wait, can I take it back? No, no. <laughs> oh, oops. I forgot about Gerald Everett. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I love you. <laughs> Your, about your blocking scheme is amazing, though. Yeah. It is. Like, you, it, you I know what? Like this is no a other. solid blocking scheme. I forgot yeah. about Gerald. I forgot about the new Chargers. I know I took JC Jackson, but I the all the new ones. I honestly forgot Khalil Mack was a Charger when Tyler <laughs> took him, and I'm like, oh god. Oops. Yeah. There are other new Chargers to take. You you know. I probably would have taken Donald Parham over Trey Kitty personally, but uh, okay. you could have. That's all right. Um. All right, I don't. <laughs> I really was hoping you would not take Jalen Guyton because, again, I don't have any wide receivers here. Uh, so I'm going to go with the legend Dontrell Inman as my wide receiver too. Um, you know, he had that one random season where he had like 890 yards, and uh, he he contributed over the course of a few. Um, and so I, I think there are obviously some other kind of projects that you could you know talk yourself into, and I'll, I'll probably have to do that for my wide receiver three spot. Uh, but right now I'm obviously prioritizing route running ability, just kind of, you know, they're, they're pretty similar players in terms of just the physicality, which with which they play. Uh, so I'm excited ish about Josh Palmer and Dontrell Edmund being my, uh, two wide receivers. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Dontrell Edmund, man. Like I was bummed that they ended up trading him to what Chicago or whatever it was. He kind of brought him in, developed him from the CFL, I believe. And then just, just was a, a dude, kind of like another Malcolm Floyd, just another dude who could produce, you know, nothing flashy, nothing crazy, but just, I don't know. I just, I just liked that. There was a nice comfy, cozy feeling of like rivers to Allen and Inman and Floyd. And you know, some of these guys, I just, I like that. I like that era of football, even yeah. though they were an awful team. <laughs> Good dudes. Uh, not super great on the field, but uh, you know, once you lose Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and even Jalen Guyton, I feel like uh, you got to take some guys like Don Trellinman. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I am up. And for my CB2, another player that was, I think, played for the Chargers for three years. Um, and I don't think he was a pro bowler, but he was pretty good for the Chargers for at least one and a half years. Kind of the theme of a lot of these early Telesco Chargers. I'm going to go with Brandon Flowers. Everybody remember him? The first article I ever wrote for Bolt Beat was about Brandon Flowers. And No kidding. All right. Yeah, I have upset. It's time to Cardell see. Jones. Also, should I put Cardell Jones here? Is that, is that <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh uh see so yeah, i'm brandon flowers there um i did need another corner although there's there's a couple more guys in there um and then just to make sure things don't go completely sour for me i'm gonna go with austin johnson here at nose tackle Ooh, yeah because i'm a rough after that gotta remember the new chargers because i forgot <laughs> Good you stuff. want me to like write them at the bottom for you? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Do you want us to make a best player available this for you? <laughs> this would be easier if, I, if you had like the ESPN like draft day, like Tom McShay's <laughs> like best 30 available. Like that would it would help, but <laughs> uh... oh my goodness. All right, I'm going to uh end the slide for Ryan Matthews here. Uh, nice. really the only other draftable running back. Although he had like 1,200 and something yards in 2013. 
was the only season he played with the Chargers in this era when he was healthy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I still feel like I could potentially, you know, work some magic there, keep him healthy. If not in this imaginary scenario, I'll just draft another running back next year. Cool. Not bad. I, you know, yeah, there's always next year. There's Back literally no other choice back. here. Like there was one no, there one season when like Brandon Oliver led the team with yeah. like 460 yards rushing. Um, I mean, you could maybe take a chance on Isaiah Spiller. I wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. hate that, but uh, we had the one really good season from Ryan Matthews, and I, I think you kind of have to stick yeah. with that. I like Matthews, man. I, I really rooted for him. Me it too. Just, it never quite worked out. He did okay with the Eagles, though. Yeah. Ah, uh, he did all right uh, for like a season, and then you know how Ryan Matthews ends. Unfortunately, yeah. he was uh, like their he was their RB two for a couple of years, and I think he was like decent. So yeah, uh, sort oh of was RB two to. LaShawn in some of those years. Uh, so, you know, uh, interesting, interesting player. And I do think he was up solid. Um, so there's not a whole lot to dislike about that pick. Mm-hmm. I need another safety. Um, and I'm going to go with Rayshon Jenkins. Um, oh, I'm so glad I, I was Googling him so you could do that. Awesome. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument he was probably, although Trey Boston produced more interceptions and got more turnovers, probably the fourth best chargers safety of that like group uh in this telesco era obviously behind weddell james and phillips um i can have some more depth there uh and i don't really need to worry about the safety position uh even if i don't have like a dominant guy and i think uh yeah rayshon jenkins uh rayshon jenkins obviously started uh that year that uh derwin was hurt so has some starting experience obviously got the bag in Jacksonville. So he's going to be started yeah. there for a while. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, a uh, pretty decent pick in my opinion. Uh, I do just also... really quickly. I am going to say, I, I think the fourth best safety is Julia die on, on this list personally. So if you could take Julia Ladai and s- subtract his lapses in coverage and how things ended here, <laughs> um, it, like he would probably be the best one. I, I do think there is something with Rayshon Jenkins and, and how he filled in those years was pretty solid. Like you could go with him or a die, um, but just preference. I think I'll go with Rayshon. Uh, San Diego, San Diego, a die. I, I should clarify there is yeah. a better player than Rayshon was. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think the peak was better, if, but if, I guess if we're playing law of averages, then sure. I, it sort of ended up evening out. Sure. Um, mm, I, God, I need a defensive tackle. Uh, and are you gonna do it? I Don't do Jerry man. Tillery. There are other players, man. I love the man, <laughs> Justin Jones. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with Justin Jones <laughs> as my DT one. Um, obviously, very solid run defender when he was here. I'm not getting a whole lot of pass rushing presence on the interior, but hopefully, that's uh, a little bit reduced. I, I don't need a huge need for that. I have Joey Bosa as my edge one, I have Dwight Rainey as my edge two, Kenneth Murray, edge three. So, you know, <laughs> I don't need a ton of help, I guess, from Jones and me pain. So I'm going to fortify the interior. A couple other guys I could have gone with here, and maybe I'll snake back around for DT2. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll hit up Justin Jones. I'm not hitting the Jerry Tillery button yet. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good. Nice. All right, all right, all right. So both of you guys have edge rushers. So I guess I could theoretically wait there. Maybe do offensive line again. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna take the player that the 
a lot of the guys in the chat are talking about here. Uh, and that is Mr. Drew Tranquil. Ooh, not bad. So he's going to be my linebacker one. Don't necessarily think he obviously has an elite peak, but I feel like he's just very serviceable, reliable player. Um, and at this point with the linebacker group, uh, I'm more comfortable with his floor than I am with the other linebackers on the board. So uh, Tranquil filling out my defense a little bit by a little bit. I like it. Drew Tranquil. Gosh, I'm like looking at these names trying to remember who the hell uh, some of these guys are. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably created a more extensive board than I did because once I got um, once I got past a certain point, I was like, okay, I'm, I, I don't care about you know all these other guys. <laughs> you guys created a board. I took Trey McKitty, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna pay off. Your team's gonna go undefeated, Alex. I'm, I'm hey, really feeling it this year. We might. We, we're probably only gonna score 17 points a game, but maybe we'll only give up 16 sometimes. <laughs> So, you do it, man. That's I, probably I Alex Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Justin Jones is gone. That would have definitely been a player that I would have taken. I do need another safety. I'd rather take a more proven one. So I am actually going to take Jaleel Adai. There you go. Um, yeah. yeah, I think maybe Jenkins had the better, like maybe overall performance, but Adai as a strong safety, um, I think was the better safety. So. Jaleel Adai there. I can't believe I'm taking Jaleel Adai willingly. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do. And then at left guard, I'm just continuing the trend. I'm going to take Matt Slauson, who played oh God. his uh, final year. Listen, you know, he played left guard his final year. I had a pass blocking efficiency of 97.7. I'm going with Matt Slauson. How my board fell to somehow taking the guys that hate the Chargers, I don't know. But you know what? He was like a team captain or something. And so I'm going to go with him because he was a decent left guard and interior lineman for them. So I'm going with Matt Slauson. Not a horrible option, I think. Uh, Blake Blake has a comment here where we should put these lineups in Madden and see simulate a season to see who comes out with the best record. <laughs> I swear who, if you win. Uh, has Madden can do that. See, I will say, I do think my team has a decently high floor. The ceiling is not high. <laughs> <laughs> the ceiling is really low. My quarterback is not Justin Herbert. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think I've built it in a way that's not horrible. There you go. Yes. All right. So I'm going to fill my other linebacker spot here. Uh, Jatavis Brown. Ooh. Nice. So, cool. Uh, right on. Rarely saw him be healthy, but that one rookie season, man, was uh, was a thing of beauty. So I'm taking Jatavis Brown to uh, – Almost wrap up my defense. That one color rush game against the Broncos, perfect. It was. It uh, really and was. then all downhill from there. <laughs> but... The Chargers linebacker history, man, is so weird because it's like one random season here and there of like a really good season. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. the Kaiser White thing is just like so typical Chargers where it's like, oh, he's he's kind of a good player, then he peaks and then he leaves. Or mm -hmm. uh Jatavis Brown peaks and then he gets injured. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just classic chargers. I'll okay. I'll continue filling out my defensive tackle group. Um Darius Phylon. Uh okay. Yeah, I about him. And I, he had I, I think th four seasons he was with the Chargers, and then the two seasons where he actually got to start, I, I think combined had like eight and a half sacks. Uh so not bad there for what I can do at DT at this point. Uh, still still bouncing around the league. I'll take a shot on him. 
Uh, and then at right guard, <laughs> right guard, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Very Michael poor Stokely. choice of words there. Wait, what did I say? He said, "Take a shot on a player that literally got kicked off the charters for taking a physical shot." Oh, aggravated I, assault I, or whatever. It I was. didn't remember he had a gun. Uh, well, that's a... <laughs> oops. Uh, stumble into genius comedy. <laughs> Darius Bylon. I'll take a shot on him. Uh, and um, I'll go with Michael Schofield at right guard. I, I like don't it. think that he's a guy that we think of as, uh, in the sense of like Slater, Filer, some of these guys. Um, I, I was going to say high end Chargers offensive linemen like Mike Pouncey and Ode Bushi. Um, <laughs> but he, I mean, he's he was obviously his first stint with the Chargers was probably the best offensive lineman out of that group because that offensive line was so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and since he's come back uh, with this team and this new offensive line has obviously been able to uh, step in when asked uh, and has done pretty decent. Played that last game with the torn bicep uh, like, the, like the trooper he was. Uh, and so I'll go with Michael Schofield and I, I feel pretty good about my offensive line. No, yeah, you've done a good job assembling that unit. Uh, so I'm going to take an offensive line pick here. I am going to put Zion Johnson back in his natural position. Ooh. And I am going to take Scott Quessenberry to be okay. my starting center. I like it. He definitely oh deserves gosh, a shot a to one. officially be one, but uh, no one's taking Kelamete. <laughs> I'm actually surprised Nick Hardwick wasn't one of the choices here, but it's only one. I mean, yeah, that's all one of those where like I, he, you could put him in there, but like he's almost not was really. He 2013. Charger. Yep, and 14. Really? But 2014 for like half a game. Then he got hurt. Yeah, yeah and the whole season just went to shit. Just yep. everybody died after that. Uh, Jen well, I looked on PFF, he wasn't on there. So hmm. Nick Hardwick? No, he yeah. was definitely there. Janwell asked why are there players who were not drafted by Telesco to, to clarify this is any player who played in the Telesco era from 13 to 22. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, well, I have uh, Golden Alex. I thought, uh, thought Nick Hardwick was was later on, so or was earlier than that. So I, I thought he was earlier than that too, but I would still take Pouncey over Hardwick. So yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't take Quest and Mary over Hardwick, though, with a uh, chance well, to go back. That's a McKitty but... situation. So, <laughs> when I, I'm serious, when I looked at PFF last night on this, I, I did not see him in 2013. So, <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Fascinating. Um, okay, so Quest and Barry is gone. I'm up to pick twice again. Uh, I guess you guys are kind of unable to take a tight end or an f- offensive flex. So I suppose I could just wait on Gerald Everett. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, unless, you you're, unless yeah. you're moving players around like you're currently doing, which, uh, I mean, I don't know. Is, is Antonio Gates your wide receiver three? Um, probably as, as, my wide yeah, receiver probably. one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> as long as no one moves any players around, I should get Gerald Everett uh, yeah. later on. So yeah. I'll wait on him. Uh, so for defense, I'm going to go with a player that I haven't talked about in forever. Kendall Reyes. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's a that's a cool. That's an old one, but I didn't realize he had a good like twenty five pressures per year with okay. the Chargers. Um, he's, he's hey, decent. Yeah, like I, I thought he he never really became anything significant. I think they took him. I want to say second round. He never really lived up to that. But 
you can give me 25, 30 pressures a year, I'm all for that. So go with Kendall Reyes there. Um, I'm still trying to avoid as much as humanly possible taking Jerry Tillery, even though he's probably better than some of the options um, <laughs> left on the board. But I don't want to be the guy that does that. Um, so I could use wide receiver, um, obviously a tight end, but I can wait. I am going to go with round out my group with Tyron Johnson. <laughs> Not bad. All right. So I got, right. you know, your more possession receiver. I got your slot receiver. But should I should still more be on the team. He, sh- he should still be on the team. There but, you go. Uh, you know, things happen. All right. All right. So I'm going to fill out my edge spot here with uh, the soon to be DJ of Tyler's wedding. I'm going to put Ooh. Kyle Vinoy as my edge okay. too. Very nice. And, Very nice. Uh, just be like good ish on the edge while I have the best interior of the three of us. <laughs> there you go. Good stuff. I like it. Yeah. Your interior is amazing. Your, your, your edge rushers can get it done. Like at least those two guys, if they were starting for the chargers this year, I feel okay about you it. You feel okay about that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right. So Alex, Ooh. you got your linebacker two and your flex and then a right tackle and a quarterback. I'm going to continue building out the offensive line. Um, now, this Jeremy Clary mm-hmm. was on the team in 2013. Yep, he's clearly the best right tackle option. Uh, and I'll I'll finish out my offensive line. And I think, despite my other mistakes, I absolutely have the best offensive line uh, between <laughs> any of us. So I'll I'll take that as a, a trenches world. team and hopefully Tyrod can throw for a solid 100, <laughs> 200 yards a game and Eckler can save me. Uh, so I will bet on that offensive line and take uh, Jeremy Clary there. So uh, congrats to whoever gets Storm Norton uh, or Trey Pitt, uh, or Santay, I guess if you want to put him at right tackle. Uh, but I think that's the best spot I can do there. Uh, oh, I do have a defensive flex spot available uh if i want to use that um (laughs) these these rosters get pretty slim at this point (laughs) um i'll go with another linebacker um nick zubner oh my Um, god (laughs) now Special teams is important. Special teams is important. <laughs> and I'm going to go with Nick Subner. Um, I have Adrian Phillips for special teams value. We're, mm-hmm. It's a branded Staley defense in theory, so the <laughs> linebackers don't matter anyway, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> Take so it like Troy Reader then, man. <laughs> I mean, after that NFC Championship game, I think I'll go with Nick Zubner, even though he didn't play. So... <laughs> I'll take him. 2018 throwback gives me special teams value. Maybe not so much defensive value, but I'll take him. Hey, man, got to do what you got to do. Oh, my God. Another fucking bot. Get out of here. What is happening today? <laughs> uh, my goodness. Jeez. Um, yeah, Jeremy Clary, I think uh, that's an interesting debate technicality because he Really was a guard in 2013, but it's okay. He played right tackle all the other seasons until. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um, all right, I'm. 
not taking uh, Sam Tevy or Trey Pipkins. I'm taking Joe, Joe Barksdale to be my okay. right tackle. Okay. Uh, so there was some there were some good seasons in there. 2015 uh, allowed 46 pressures, 96 pass blocking efficiency, which is fine ish. And then before he got hurt in 2017, uh, he was on pace to have a career high in pass blocking efficiency with a 97.5. So only allowed 21 pressures in, I think, was that eight games? Yeah, eight games. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm cool with Joe Barksdale. He was fine in 2016. Uh, I would rather deal with just kind of not having a great player and rather just take like a solid guy than dealing with Sam Tevy, Storm Norton, Trey Pipkin and stuff. So I'll, I'll take Joe Barksdale to be my right tackle. I like it. Nice. <sighs> now you can take your tight end if you want. No, I'll just save it for the very last pick. Cause, um, well, you waited on right guard, and well, I guess you could put Fluker at right guard still if you. I could. I, I'm. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put Fluker at right guard and take. Yeah. You're going to you take know, the. They, they all suck. Uh, honestly, they're all the they same. All absolutely suck. But yeah, exactly. They're they're exactly the same. Um, do I prefer getting a shot in the right or left eye? <laughs> um. Uh, God help me. <laughs> okay, I'm between Sam Tevy and Trey Pipkins. I Why think did I go, do this to I myself? Think you, I think you go Tevy. I think I would take Tevy as well. It's definitely considering him as a left. If I consider him at left tackle as part of unless his unless you're a believer in the Trey Pipkins breakout movement, and then in that sense you could Where'd the board see, go. Oh, Where in that sense it? you could draft Trey Pipkins to be your tackle of the future if you believe that he's going to have that breakout year but uh, i think I sam tevy definitely yeah i, I mean i, I think call. the board like moved and glitched and broke because i said tevy and pipkins and <laughs> the board just didn't like me for that um so sam tevy is my pick there my line is like not terrible from left tackle to center they were fine uh right right side's gonna be a bit rough but that's like 2021 chargers so i guess i'm just Roll with that. Uh, final pick outside of tight end because I get to keep waiting for that one. <sighs> you can't you know, take Tillery, man. You can't, you can't do it. Do it, do it, no, do it, do it, do it, do it. I'll, I'll automatically lose a poll if I do. Um, you know, if they believe in him, I'm going to go with Tito Agbonia here. Wow. Um, <laughs> There's some upside there, and I do feel like he can develop. Um, there's more projection and, and future there. Damien Square, I like, but uh, I don't know. Did you I forget like, a current charger? Yeah, I forgot Morgan Fox. I thought you were about to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's too late, so I guess I did do Morgan Fox, which is fine. I might as well just do this now. <laughs> we there. all forgot somebody at some point. So we all forgot somebody. Good. Oops. I like doing that. Okay. Well, I didn't do Morgan Fox. Oh, well. I like Otito. <laughs> All right. I, uh, I'm going to fill my wide receiver three spot. I'm doing it. I'm taking Travis Benjamin. Ooh. Uh, I need some speed. Statistically, not, not t- statistically not he's fine. And I, I'm not asking him to be a wide receiver one, wide receiver two, which he was technically kind of paid to be their <laughs> wide receiver two. Uh, but yeah. really, I'm gonna do a ton of tight ends, tight two tight end sets in in this 
fictional scenario and uh travis benjamin is just going to be my speed guy so uh yeah there's my there's my offense officially filled out nice uh, uh all benjamin, right listen like what do you have like 600 yards and six touchdowns in two years or whatever or two separate years like he was more productive than guyton has been so far that's not awful there was that one Kansas City game in 2018 where he was like the clutch guy, which was super random. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Huge. Let me pull up his actual stats before I mess this one up. But uh, yeah, he had uh, 677 yards, four touchdowns in his first season in San Diego. And then 2017 in LA, 567 and four. So. He was fine the first two years. It was just after that was shit. Yeah, it's good production. It's more than Tyron Johnson had, honestly. So, um, all right. Well, I'm at my last two picks now. Uh, yeah, you have your defensive flex and your quarterback. All right, I'm gonna put the quarterback in there first. Uh, I, I do have to take Tyrod Taylor. Uh, you you could take him as the last pick of the draft, but I, you know, I respect Tyrod enough that I don't think he should be. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant of this draft uh, obviously did not get to play many games as a charger because of one pneumothorax and one Justin Herbert. Um, but I think Tyrod, you, you look at what he did with the bills, very solid quarterback and he's my game manager. Very clearly the, the best of uh, the quarterbacks uh, of the Telesco era, not named Philip yeah. Rivers and Justin Herbert. Um, and then for my last defensive flex spot, I'm actually going to go with someone who I'm a l- slightly surprised is on the board, uh, mainly because I didn't really think of him before. Nasir Adderley. Um, yeah, okay. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of bet on him for from youth, for breakout candidate. Uh, if he simply holds on to the football, he's probably off the board by this point in the draft because he would have had a better statistical year in 2020 and tw- uh, 2021. Uh, so I'll go with him, take him off the board, and I, I have a pretty decent safety rotation. Can't really say the same for my linebackers, uh, and I can't say the same necessarily for my defensive tackles, but I do feel pretty confident with my edge groups and my safeties uh, and my corners, so I will finish off the draft with Nasir Adderley. Nice. There you go. Wait, yeah, Tyler, do you, hmm? do you have anybody else left? Nope, it's just you and your last pick. Oh, really? All right. Um, so I'm going to take Michael Davis with my last pick yeah. here. Um, and we're going to essentially do what the Chargers are going to do this year, which mm-hmm. is uh, start Asante Samuel Jr. on the outside uh, and then kick him inside when uh, I want to go to my nickel packages. So obviously in this instance, I'm hoping for 2020 Michael Davis to show up. And um, you know maybe that guy still is in there. We'll see. But uh, again, kind of bouncing out like I did with Travis Benjamin. Needed some more speed, needs more size. Uh, so I'll do that with Michael Davis with my very last pick, which I feel like for a last pick in this scenario, I feel like Michael yeah, Davis awesome. is a pretty good last pick. Absolutely. No, Adderley, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, we people just went different directions with the corner, but him lasting this long, and if you have a flex option available, good stuff. All right, that's it. This is our, everybody can look at it in a big format. All right, Tyler, uh, run down your run down your team first. Oh God. Okay. All right. So my team, uh, quarterback Justin Herbert, he'll be throwing to Keenan Allen, Eddie Royal, and Tyron Johnson, as well as tight end Gerald Everett, who is on the team. Uh, the two running backs are Melvin <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> the two running backs are Melvin Gordon and Danny Woodhead. My offensive line is a proud group <laughs> of King Dunlap, Matt Slauson, Corey Lindsley, who are good, 
and then DJ Fluker and Sam Tevy will just be running to the left. Uh, and then defensively, my edge rushers are Melvin Ingram and Khalil Mack. My interior defensive line is Kendall Reyes, Austin Johnson, and Otito Ogbonia. Linebackers are Kaiser White, Dundell Perryman. Then the safeties are Eric Weddle, Jaleel Adai, with my corners being Jason Verrett, Brandon Flowers, and Desmond King. Interesting group of uh, secondary players there. So uh, my team obviously have Philip Rivers, <laughs> wide receivers, uh, a bit dry, but I have Josh Palmer, Dontrell Inman, and Travis Benjamin uh, with Ryan Matthews as my running back. And then I have both tight ends, Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry. My left tackle is Russell Okung, Zion Johnson, left guard, Scott Questenberry center, because I forgot that Nick Hardrick was on the team in 2013. Uh, and then Ode Abushi and Joe Barksdale rounding out my offense. And then defensively, I have Uchenna and Wosu, Kyle Vanoy as my edge rushers, Sebastian Joseph Day, Corey Legit, and Linval Joseph as my interior defensive linemen in this 3 4 scenario with Drew Tranquil and Jatavis Brown as linebackers. And then Derwin James, Trey Boston, Casey Hayward, Asante Simmons Jr., and Michael Davis as my secondary players. Yeah. Um, I, I actually think in, in terms of in terms of who had the best secondary, I think Steven kind of won that one. Um, it, just in terms of it's a yeah, good combination of the current team uh, upside with Asante Samuel Jr. and some of the, the old days of the of the Jack Boys Chargers. So I actually do like that secondary group quite a bit to run down my team. Quarterbacked by Tyrod Taylor uh, with a bunch <laughs> of receivers, Mike Williams, Malcolm Lloyd, and Tyrell Williams. I took all the wide receivers off the boards. So these guys couldn't have any, but they don't need receivers because they have Justin Herbert um, and Phillip Rivers. Austin Eckler is my running back. Trey McKitty is my tight end. <laughs> uh, uh, and then my offensive line, which I, I think is really good. Rashawn Slater, Matt Filer, uh, Mike Pouncey, Michael Schofield, and Jeremy Clary left to right. Jalen Guyton as my offensive flex player for those deep balls. Joey Bosa, uh, Dwight Freeney as my edge players. Uh, defensive tackles, Justin Jones, Brandon Meebane, and Darius Phylon. Um, that's a group that should tell you that the last nine years have not been super healthy at that position. Um, Kenneth Murray at linebacker, Nick Zubner at linebacker. Uh, and I have Adrian Phillips, uh, Rayshon Jenkins as my safeties and Sierra Adderley also in that safety rotation as I took him as my defensive flex. Uh, then, do, 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 uh, yeah, I have, uh, JC Jackson and Trevor Williams as my corners probably should have also taken Asante there too. Uh, but also forgot he existed, apparently. <laughs> well, you can play Nasir Adderley in the slot a little bit, and uh, Adrian Phillips can play the slot yep. too, so you're, you're, you're good there. Uh, I've got to say, though, like the linebacker thing with with Nick DeZunar, <laughs> I, was, I was pretty surprised. I mean, you could have taken like Corey Toomer one season of Corey Toomer. You know, What's the difference? I, I see, I, What's the like, difference I, at this point? <laughs> Just throw Zubner in there. <laughs> Have done Donald the Donald Butler thing. You could have put Kyle Van Noy at linebacker. Could have didn't. <laughs> no, no point in harping on the past, even though we just spent the last hour and a half harping on the past. There we go. Uh really fun exercise. You know, Tyler pitched this idea, and I love these just like really funky draft episodes. So I was was very excited to hop on board here. Uh Tyler, any final thoughts on uh your squad? Um, I have Justin Herbert, so I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> Can you put the three of us back? Sorry. Oh yeah, absolutely. There we go. Yeah, you got Justin Herbert. So does it really matter that your offensive line probably the worst of the three? Okay, chill, <laughs> chill. 
Scott Ooh, Questenberry at center. Hugh Dunlap and Sam Tevy. Edge rushers. I mean, I got Zion and Ode and, and Russell Okung, man. I, I'm feeling good about my line. Yeah, definitely. And predictably, and I had the best offensive line out of yeah, three of us. I was, I was low-key, like, hoping that I would get the third pick just so I could take Rashawn Slater to prove a point after yesterday. Nope. Um, <laughs> I took him. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, Alex, any final thoughts, man? Um, my team is a solid eight and nine. Um, I, I think, you know, maybe if a couple balls bounce the right way, maybe they get in that wild card seventh spot with Tyrod Taylor. But I, I like my offense that I crafted except for Tyrod Taylor. Uh, if, if I had gotten Justin Herbert, I would feel a lot better about my offense or even if I had gotten Philip Rivers. But Tyrod's solid and I, I can win. I can win some games 17 to 16 with how I've made this team so i you know i i feel okay with how that everything panned out except for a couple oop forgot that players here kind of picks you're just yep. you're just living anthony lynn's dream you know playing yep. 17 to 16 football probably probably should be my coach <laughs> i mean with, without <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so who gets mike mccoy then and who gets brandon staley Ooh. I, i'm supp- i suppose i get mike mccoy then uh yeah you, you drafted all those guys you drafted all the guys that hate us <laughs> yeah man it's a shame that uh, all those guys hate us because most of them are, are pretty good football players, but it's all good. Uh, so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I really like doing these, these funky little things. So um, we're going to figure out what we're going to do for our next episode. Maybe go back to some modern day rankings, but uh, we have just under 30 days until training camp. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get there uh, sooner rather than later. So that's going to do it for us today, guys. As always, leave us a rating or review if you are listening to the podcast episode on an audio platform. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.